the whole cultural, political understanding is that the Nazis were the worst people ever. Hitler was the worst person ever, worst individual politically of all time. And, and so, okay, well, if we accept that, then here are the Democrats. They're now the worst ever. They're now the worst currently. They're, they're, they're mimicking to a T how the Nazis assumed power and how the Nazis went after Jewish individuals and incarcerated them and eventually killed them. The silent majority is no longer silent. silent. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Preservation of American democracy is a central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. America is a beacon to the world. How many terrorists do you think we have in America now? Uh, lots. It's about lot, lots of lot terrorists. You got to get something straight. All this talk of the president about corruption comes from the most corrupt president we've had in modern history. He's the definition of corruption. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. You got fired. There is no evidence, none, not a scintilla, not one little tiny piece. The American people know me and they know him. The key to reopening and growing economies is to vaccinate your people. I think uh, trust the science. Because I represent science. Sponsored by Pfizer. A lot of people say Biden's age is a factor, and you're damn right it is. Um, with his age <laughs> in a comes in a, in a great wisdom, way. Yeah. experience. He's not afraid to put himself out there. He knows it all could fall apart, but he's got guts. So look, if you want to talk about problems, well, let's talk about Trump's family. The Vice President and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. I never dreamed that I would say this. That I would bet on I thought it was done. I thought it was over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from January 6th. You don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. That's a survivor. And his opponent is having so much trouble. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. America is a beacon to the world. How many terrorists do you think we have in America now? Uh, lots. It's about lot, lots of lot terrorists. We got to get something straight. All this talk of the president about corruption comes from the most corrupt president we've had in modern history. He's the definition of corruption. All of us are being asked right now, 
What will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. Got fired. There is no evidence, none, not a scintilla, not one little tiny piece. The American people know me and they know him. The key to reopening and growing economies is to vaccinate your people. I think uh, trust science. Because I represent science. Sponsored by Pfizer. A lot of people say Biden's age is a factor, and you're damn right it is. Um, with his yeah. age <laughs> in a comes in a, in a great wisdom, way. Yeah. experience. He's not afraid to put himself out there. He knows it all could fall apart, but he's got guts. So look, if you want to talk about problems, well, let's talk about Trump's family. The Vice President and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. I never dreamed that I would say this. I would bet on I thought it was done. I thought it was over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from January 6th. You don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. That's a survivor. And his opponents so. Go to hell, New World Order. We kept you. We are running some old friends. Is the ship all right? Seems okay if we can get to it. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Visit Infowars.com forward slash show now. I hope that old man got the tractor beam out of commissioner. This is going to be a real short trip. Okay. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, Infowars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit Infowars.com forward slash show today. What their internal numbers are, but as far as we can pull together, the psychos at Davos 2024 are gleefully celebrating their victorious genocide of 17 million people from their poisonous jabs with far more in their sights. The unelected so called health experts at Davos 2024 are now prioritizing Disease X, the final solution to solidify New World Order domination. How did we get here? It began with utilizing. COVID hysteria. Dr. Fauci blew up the age-old regulatory process for testing new vaccines in order to bring in a host of DNA-altering technology. COVID has since been proven to have been created in a lab. Disease X is lab-driven from the outset. Decades of researching human genes in mice and other animals and the discovery of ancient diseases have resulted in the World Economic Forum nonchalantly predicting that Disease X, with a 100% kill rate, could spread across the world in as little as 36 hours, killing upwards of 80 million people. 
Research has been ongoing at the UK's high-security, state-of-the-art facility in Porton Down, where a threat list grows of animal viruses capable of infecting humans. Meanwhile, the United States Congress is pushing the bio-research bill, H.R. 3832, to further U.S. labs' research of Disease X. Disease X represents far more than a pandemic of untold mass death. Disease X allows the pharma billionaires behind it to become trillionaires. Now, Disease X, um, I've been teaching this sort of thing pretty well full-time since 1990. And um, I'd never heard of this Disease X, so I looked at some of my books, because when I wrote my book, I couldn't remember putting it in, so it wasn't in there, but... So it must be a new disease. It's a virus we don't know yet, but we do know it's out there. But the video I was doing yesterday was examining a particular virus uh, that was uh, experimentally used to infect mice, caused a disease of the brain, and on, uh, at, the, at the end of the study, none of the mice at the end of the study were alive anymore. And that virus, my understanding from reading of the paper, was it had been, it evolved in cell cultures in a laboratory. So as a result of going through cell cultures in a laboratory, the function of the virus had been, uh, had been increased. So is the next pandemic really preventable? <laughs> Funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation supported CEPI to invest $1.2 million in a startup to create under-the-tongue vaccine wafers for needle-free vaccines against disease X, while simultaneously allowing the World Health Organization's pandemic treaty to reach into sovereign nations and bypass their governments, a policy-shifting Trojan horse that was rehearsed at the Clade X tabletop exercise by the Johns Hopkins Center in Washington, D.C. in 2018. The World Health Organization estimates that 150 million people have died. That's approximately 2% of the global population. In the U.S., there have been an estimated 82 million severe cases and 15 million deaths. At least 5 million Claydex deaths happened because adequate medical care wasn't available. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 90%. The GDP down 50%. It was only by nationalizing the healthcare system that basic medical care is still available. The government now pays for, controls, and rations all medical care. The president remains in critical condition. And while the vice president is out of intensive care, he remains unable to assume his constitutional duties. One third of the US Congress is dead or incapacitated. What if years go by without a vaccine? Then. Experts tell us that we could eventually see 30 to 40 million deaths in the U.S. and more than 900 million around the world, 12% of the global population. As the expose reported, Claydex is said to have illustrated high-level strategic decisions and policies needed to prevent a severe pandemic or diminish its consequences should prevention fail and will educate senior leaders at the highest levels of U.S. government as well as members of the global policy and preparedness community and the general public. Disease X is coming, but it isn't some chaotic pandemic we must manage. It is a genocidal kill weapon agreed upon by the worst members of humanity. John Bound reporting. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, January 18th, 2024. 
This is the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm your host, Owen Schroyer, with you for the next three hours. The fastest three hours on the internet starts now. And I'm overwhelmed with two stories as we go live today. I'm overwhelmed with two stories. One is in the international geopolitical realm where this, this buildup to a World War III type scenario is getting extremely dangerous and extremely serious. And of course, our problem as citizens of the United States of America, Joe Biden is our president and Joe Biden is completely compromised and owned by foreign countries because of all the corruption, because of all the pay for play, and then who knows what else. I mean, look at what we've seen on the Hunter Biden laptop. Who knows what else might be out there with Hunter Biden and, and hookers or who knows what else. So you're basically going into a perfect storm and we really don't even have a captain at the helm of the ship, which would be okay because we're a republic and we're supposed to be independent, sovereign citizens. But because of this new age, what, 98% of the population is completely dependent on the infrastructure, which is food at the grocery stores, flicking on the lights at your house, flicking on the, the power, and so that goes away. Most people have no way to live. And while I don't want to sit up here and say, oh, it's inevitable, the worst is going to happen. I'm just saying we're going into a perfect storm right now and we don't even have a captain at the helm of the ship. Because Joe Biden is completely compromised. And even if he was trying to be the president of the United States, he doesn't have the mental capacity to do so. And his co-pilot, Kamala Harris, is about as phony as a $3 bill. And just a complete embarrassment every time she goes in public to open her mouth. I mean, this is, this is an embarrassment that we have in the White House. And then you've got Corrine Jean-Pierre, who just makes it worse. Jake Sullivan, representing the U.S. at the World Economic Forum in Davos, He's no help. It's a clown show. It's a clown show. So you're heading into some of the most important, potentially world-changing geopolitical developments. A perfect storm, if you will. And we don't have a captain. We don't have a co-captain. We don't even have people manning the ship whatsoever. We got people running around in dog leather daddy kink outfits We've got people chopping off their penises and putting a hole and saying, look, I'm a woman now. We got men pretending to be women. We got genocidal scientists saying I'm the science. We got a media that's complicit in all of it. So this is not to be pessimistic. This is the situation we're in. I hope we can get out of it. I hope the world can get back to some stabilization. I'd like to see peace, specifically in the Middle East. It looks like that's a black hole. It looks like that's going to have a gravitational force that's going to pull us into it. 
unnecessarily, by the way. But we'll get into all those developments. So that's one angle that has my attention today. Now, angle number two, and this is a much more direct affront to the American people, and that is the Democrats' plan, which, I I mean, it's been in the works since Trump got elected, really. It's been in the works, I would say, since Trump decided to run for president, even more so, when Obama started the illegal spy campaign, and when the Democrats and the intelligence communities, which are just propaganda, misinformation apparatchets, decided to go completely anti-Trump, completely anti-American, just boldly. That's really when this began. But then on January 6th of 2021, they had their Reichstag moment and they kicked it into high gear. And it was no longer about using the corrupted government bureaucracies against Donald Trump, then it became about using them against the American people. Because after all, somebody had to elect Donald Trump, somebody had to support Donald Trump, that was the American people. In record numbers. In record numbers at rallies, in record numbers in voter turnout. So they had to have their Reichstag moment. And... I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not one that likes using old metaphors or World War II metaphors, but if the shoe fits, you wear it. And we really are going through, it really is a perfect comparison from World War II to where we're at today. And, and this is really what it is. 100%, it's a parallel construction. Just like the Nazis burned the Reichstag to assume more political power and blame on their political opposition, the Democrats used January 6th in the same way. And we've got more evidence of that. And it's not just the Democrats, but we have to understand now, when we say Democrat, for the sake of communication and and simplification, when we say Democrat at this point, we're talking about the mainstream media, we're talking about the corrupted federal bureaucracies, and of course, the Democrat Party. That, that is now what the Democrats are. Just like the Nazis had their propaganda media agents, just like the Nazis had their operatives in the media, and the Nazis had their actual National Socialist Party members, and then they had all the SS and everything else that they created, all these other bureaucracies. So they might have different names. They were all Nazis. So, so all these people are now Democrats. The media are the Democrats. The, the corrupted federal institutions, the deep state are the Democrats, and it's the Democrat Party that they're going with because they're the most corruptible, because they're the most blackmailed. So it's the Democrat Party that they're going with, and their voters are the most ignorant. So, so that's, the, that's the path they're taking. That's the ship they're taking. And this is where we're at. So they use January 6th to assume political power and then go after their political opposition Not just from the realm of, oh, Trump's running for office or this guy's running for Congress, but you who will vote for them. And now we have all the documents. But but just like they've used January 6th to arrest a bunch of Trump supporters, to arrest a bunch of anti-establishment, anti-corruption journalists like myself, 
still going through the ringer of this corrupted bureaucracy, still going through the ringer of the corrupted Biden regime. Now they're turning it up on all the American people. Now they're turning it up on anybody and everybody that's voted for Donald Trump and beyond. And they don't even hide it anymore. And you now have the Oversight Committee and the Judiciary Committee releasing the documents where the Biden administration, I mean, this is the definition of fascism, by the way. The Democrats and the Biden administration working with private companies to hunt down and target their political opposition. And ladies and gentlemen, if you thought it was bad what the Nazis did to the Jews in Europe, think about what they would have done if they had the technology that the Democrats and the federal government has today. So it's not like they have to send SS officers and go door to door and talk to brick and mortar shops or farmers or all this other stuff and say, do you know where the Jews are? Are they hiding in your basement? Have you, have you seen any lately? Did you serve any lately? Do you know where I can find them? They don't have to do that. They have everything on the digital grid and all they have to do is call up their friends at the banks or call up their friends that code and program apps. And all they have to do is say, we need you to turn over the information of anybody who's tweeted or, or posted anything positive about Donald Trump, anybody who's posted using the phrase MAGA or America first, and it's all right there on a digital grid. So these are the two big stories today. But make no mistake about it. As the geopolitical tensions rise, if we enter a World War III scenario, the situation that we are looking at, the parallel construction, the metaphor is right here in America, the Democrats will be the equivalent of the German National Socialists and MAGA conservatives and Trump supporters will be the equivalent of the Jew. That's where this is at. 100% undeniable. They're going public with it. So when the Judiciary Committee says alarming surveillance, feds asked banks to search private transactions for terms like MAGA and Trump, what do you think that is? That's the fascistic model. That's the German National Socialist Party model of targeting your opposition, of picking your enemy, and then using all the means and methods possible to do what? to shut them down, put them in concentration camps, put them in federal prisons, starve them out, kill them. Make no mistake about it. That's where this goes. That's your modern day Democrat party. Not to say the Republican party doesn't have its problems. Not to say the Republican party hasn't been corrupted throughout the years. But at this point, you compare the two parties, there's actually good people in the Republican Party. There's actually good policies in the Republican Party. 
There's actual people that get elected within the Republican Party that aren't completely compromised or blackmailed. The Democrat Party is either completely compromised, completely blackmailed, or they have people that get into office that have essentially the IQ of a ham sandwich. And we know who they are. So that's just the method they've chosen. That's just the method that's been chosen to go after the American people. But look, it was the Republican Party that set them up for it. It was George Bush that set them up for it. Isn't that amazing? All those Democrats that cried about George Bush, all those liberals that cried about George Bush and the Patriot Act and all the wars in the Middle East, now they love the wars in the Middle East. And now they are using the powers enshrined via the Patriot Act against their political opposition. Isn't that incredible? And the same people that say Trump is a fascist are now the fascists. The same people that say Trump wants to be an authoritarian dictator are now bowing to the authoritarian dictates coming from their government. And it's all right here. We're going we're gonna to read these documents. We're going to read the full statement from Jim Jordan. We're going to show you exactly what they're doing, what their plan is. But you've just heard it right here. That's what's going on. And it gets pointed out by Jack Posobiec, and he's going to be talking with Darren Beatty about this, how the pipe bomb, they still haven't found the pipe bomber. Do they really care? How the pipe bomb from January 6th is the exact same model that the FBI uses in their training. Exact same model. Huh. Isn't that strange? Oh, but I'm sure that's just a coincidence. January 6th was the Democrats' Reichstag moment. They ran the operation. They staged the operation. They waved the people in. They had their assets from each side creating the moment that became the storming of the Capitol as they claim it would be. The beauty of it is that because Trump supporters are nonviolent and because Trump supporters do actually care about this country and the venerable objects and, and icons and buildings of it, the Democrats didn't get what they wanted. The Democrats really wanted Trump supporters to burn the Capitol to the ground. I mean, that was their plan. That's why they had police firing explosives and gassing the peaceful supporters. That's why they had their police and their other assets telling them to go into the building, waving them into the building, opening up the barricades, opening up the gates. The plan was to have the Trump supporters actually completely destroy the Capitol to a very significant degree. And they didn't get what they wanted. But, but when you see Eric Swalwell today, and when you see Joe Biden and all of them going with this rhetoric that, oh, they're terrorists, oh, they're insurrectionists, that's because they already had the whole thing scripted out. And they're not agile enough to completely change the script because if they change the script, then they can't go with their overall plan, which is the mass incarceration of Trump supporters. So they have to tell you it was an insurrection. They have to tell you it was a terror attack worse than 9-11 because that's what they planned on doing. Because that's what they wanted. That was the imagery that they had planned for that day and that they were going to use for all their hearings saying it was worse than 9-11. They didn't get what they wanted, but they're still moving forward with the script because they know the average Democrat voter and average liberal is brainwashed enough and brain damaged enough to go along with it and filled with hatred in their heart that they don't even care if they're living a lie. So we're going to get into that on the other side. We're going to read the statement from the Judiciary Committee. But make no mistake, this is where we're at now, ladies and gentlemen. It's 
really hard to even properly cover this. And you do have the Republicans mentioning this. You do have Jim Jordan putting out press releases. But the magnitude of this, quite frankly, is beyond my pay grade. But nobody else wants to step up to the plate in the positions of power where this actually needs to be addressed. It shouldn't be Jim Jordan releasing press statements through the Judiciary Committee, through his Twitter account. It shouldn't be having these hearings and, and calling people in for a couple hours of questioning and then going home. There needs to be a press conference featuring every single Republican. Mitch McConnell should be calling every single Senate Republican. Mike Johnson should be calling every single House Republican, and he should be saying, we are meeting at the Capitol steps on Friday, January 19th, at noon, and we are addressing the nation that the Democrat Party and the federal government are targeting Trump supporters illegally. And they won't do it. And so we here at InfoWars have to raise the flag. The alternative press that knows this is going on has to raise the alarm. Thank goodness that Elon Musk freed us on Twitter so we can get this message out to the masses via social media. But this is insane. So that's what I'm saying. I, I just, <laughs> I mean, I am a talk show host in Austin, Texas, giving you the entire download of how the Democrats are about to target Trump supporters using all the technology they have and weaponizing the entire government against you. It's like, uh, hi, biggest story in America right now. So this is the official statement from the Judiciary website, the House Judiciary Committee. Alarming surveillance. Feds asked banks to search private transactions for terms like MAGA and Trump. Federal investigators asked banks to search and filter customer transactions by using terms like MAGA and Trump as part of an investigation into January 6th, warning that purchases of religious texts could indicate extremism, the House Judiciary Committee revealed Wednesday. What if you buy a Bible? Oh, but see, the New York Times promotes leftist terrorist books about eco-terrorism, how to blow up pipelines, how to sabotage railways, and they promote these things in the New York Times. And, and, and then they have riots across the country for lies like George Floyd and Michael Brown, and they burn cities to the ground and they kill people and kill police officers, all based on lies, and no action with that. That gets promoted. That's a good thing. Oh, but you say, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. You're the bad guy. You say, I'm going to buy a Bible. You're an extremist. The committee also obtained documents that indicate officials suggested that banks query transactions with keywords like Dick's Sporting Goods, Cabela's, Bass Pro Shops, and more. Well, why would that be? Because they want to know if you purchased a firearm. They want to know if you've purchased a firearm. 
Or, uh, oh, no. Uh, oh, maybe they just want to know if you purchase some weatherproof socks. Maybe they just want to see if you purchased a new fishing rod. No, give me a break. So so what's what's going on? So they're they're crossing this. They're finding out using the digital net who the Trump supporters are, putting them on a list, and then cross-referencing that with receipts to gun stores. So so there'll be different levels. So, oh, you tweeted about MAGA or you tweeted about Trump or you voted for Trump or you purchased a Bible. Okay, you're on like the entry level. But then if they find out you shopped at Dick's Sporting Goods or Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's or a known gun store, well, you just got raised up. Now you're on the Fed watch list. Oh, now, oh, you attended a Trump rally? Oh, you're high-level security threat now. Who's stopping this? Who's, who's putting their foot down? How is this being allowed to happen? The House Judiciary Committee and its subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government have been conducting oversight on federal law enforcement's receipt of information about American citizens without legal process and its engagement with the private sector. Now, remember... Last year, the Biden administration extended a bill where the FBI can essentially legally, they claim, legally search every single American. Well, what am I talking about? Let's say, because this is how it goes. Let's say they labeled you a domestic terrorist because you went to January 6th, you tweeted MAGA, and you purchased a firearm. Now you're extreme level threat, even though you've never committed a crime. They now say they can use, I believe it was at least three degrees of separation. Like if you've ever studied the phenomenon of six degrees of separation. But I, I believe they say they get three degrees of separation. And, and don't worry, the House Republicans, and everybody else went all, 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 all along with this. They all signed the bill. They all passed the bill. And they say, oh, well, we can go within three degrees of separation from the individual we're targeting. Well, what does that mean? That means anybody you contact, they can now search them legally, too. That's the first degree. And then that second level, they can go to them. And then anybody they've contacted, they can search all their contacts. And then they get a third level. Do you understand? So essentially, they have made it legal for them to engage in search and seizure of every single American's communication. Now, this is all obviously illegal. And the Republicans sit here and, and they write about how it's illegal, but yet they signed the bill. They allowed it to happen. House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan said the documents obtained by the committee indicate that after January 6th, again, the Democrats' hashtag moment, the Treasury Department's Office of Stakeholder Integration and Engagement in the Strategic Operations of the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, boy, oh boy, just bureaucracy on top of bureaucracy, distributed materials to financial institutions that outlined typologies of various persons of interest, in other words, Trump supporters, and provided the banks with suggested search terms and merchant category codes for identifying transactions on behalf of federal law enforcement. Again, in other words, the entire government has been weaponized against Trump supporters. The materials include a document recommending the use of generic terms like Trump and MAGA to search payment messages as well as prior fine send that's just a federal uh, bureaucratic uh, algorithm 
of lone actor slash homegrown violent extremism indicators. Again, you are a Trump supporter. The Democrats label you an extremist. But oh, don't worry that they're the ones burning cities to the ground. Don't worry that they're the ones opening the borders wide open. Don't worry that they're the ones that forced you to take a vaccine that might have killed you deader than a hammer. Don't worry about that. According to the analysis, FinCEN warned financial institutions of extremism indicators that include transportation charges such as bus tickets, rental cars, plane tickets for travel areas with no apparent purpose, or the purchase of books, including religious text and subscriptions to other media containing extremist views. Oh, you subscribe to what? Fox News, InfoWars, Rumble? You're an extremist now. Jordan detailed in a letter to the former director of FinCEN, Noah Bischoff, a career employee. In other words, FinCEN used large financial institutions to comb through the private transactions of their customers for suspicious charges on the basis of protected political and religious expression. Yes. So, do you understand what I'm saying? The Democrats are the modern-day Nazis, and Trump conservatives are now the Jews that the Nazi Democrats are hunting. It's not even up for debate, folks. They brag about it. All right, we've got a stunning clip from MSNBC, which kind of encapsulates what the Democrats are really afraid of now that we know their plans and why they're so afraid of a Trump presidency. And we're going to continue with this coverage. I'm going to read the full statement from Jim Jordan in the next hour as well. It's a very long statement, but we need to read the whole thing. I mean, this is beyond political persecution. This is this is the worst atrocities. Again, we sit here and we... The whole, the whole cultural, political understanding is that the Nazis were the worst people ever. Hitler was the worst person ever, worst individual politically of all time. And, and so, okay, well, if we accept that, then here are the Democrats. They're now the worst ever. They're now the worst currently. They're, they're, they're mimicking to a T how the Nazis assumed power and how the Nazis went after Jewish individuals and incarcerated them and eventually killed them. So, so if you're out there, as a liberal saying, Nazi, 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 Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. Well, you are now the Nazi. You are now supporting Hitler. Now, I know you don't understand that, but that's where you're at, and that's what we're getting into. Before I go back into that, we need to keep InfoWars on the air so that we can broadcast all of this in this very pivotal election year with 291 days till the presidential election. We've got sales happening right now. Supercharge your body's defenses with these incredible new sales from InfoWarsStore.com. DNA Force Plus, the elite flagship supplement of InfoWars Store, is currently 40% off. Works great with the Real Red Pill Plus, which is also 40% off. Winter Sun Plus, 40% off. Vitamin D, very key for your immune system and overall health, especially in the winter when the sun isn't out. Winter Sun Plus Vitamin D3 supplement, 40% off. The Vitamin D3 gummies as well, 40% off. We're almost sold out of those if you perform the uh, if you prefer the the gummy. Instead of the liquid tincture, the D3 gummies selling out fast. By the way, those are great for kids. They'll love it. Make sure they don't get sick in the winter with vitamin D3 gummies. Turbo Force Plus, my go-to every day before I go on air. 10 hours of clean energy. Turbo Force Plus, 40% off. And we also have HGH Max Boost, 25% off. And, and this is something, I've read the reviews. I haven't tried the HGH Max Boost for myself. Uh, I'm, I'm still kind of a, a, a extreme high-octane 
a high testosterone individual, still in my 30s, so I, I haven't felt the need for this one yet. But uh, I've read some of the reviews and I've heard some stories. This thing is like, I mean, you want to talk about uh, kicking it into high gear. Uh, don't mess around with this stuff, folks. HGH Max Boost, 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. But I would encourage you to check out the Powerhouse Combo Pack, one supercharged special. That's 50% off the supercharged combo pack. That's DNA Force Plus and the Real Red Pill Plus Combo Pack. And when you look at the ingredients, we've looked into it. There's a reason why we call this the supercharged combo pack. The pregnenolone and some of the ingredients like zinc in the Real Red Pill Plus, when combined with the ingredients of DNA Force Plus, like the CoQ10 and the PQQ, it really is supercharged. They work hand in glove together. It's a perfect combo pack. It's the supercharged special, 50% off when you buy it in the combo pack at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right, let us let me get into the rest of these headlines here, and then I'm going to read the full statement from Jim Jordan. But it's like, and, and I don't know, maybe I open up the phone lines in the third hour to this. It's just, what, are, what, what do you do? I mean, that's a serious question. What do you do at this point if you're a Trump supporter and you know that the federal government and the Democrats are labeling you for incarceration and putting you on a terror watch list? And, and I mean, how bad does it get? Will they just eventually kill you like they did Gonzalo Lira? Will they just throw you away and lock up the key? I mean, do you flee? Do you... I mean, do you get more politically involved? Do you go door to door like Paul Revere? I mean, what like, what are our options here? Federal agencies flagged Americans' financial transactions using terms like Trump and MAGA. Federal, federal agents asked banks to search customer data for Trump and MAGA references after January 6th. That was their Reichstag moment. That was their false flag. Oh, th this one is crazy. Oh, oh, man. Holy shiitake mushrooms with this deal. How the Biden administration used a counterterrorism grant to fund anti-conservative propaganda. Now, now, this is a whole nother thing. This is an entirely different ballgame. This, this is the Nazi propaganda wing. This is the Kim Jong-un propaganda wing of the left. How the Biden administration used a counterterrorism grant to fund anti-conservative propaganda. Now, I talked about this yesterday. More information has come out since. That, that Mayorkas and, and the federal government and the Biden administration pays people to engage in Democrat Party propaganda. I mean, that's Joseph Goebbels. That's, that's literally the Nazis. <laughs> it's like, believe me, folks, I, like I said earlier, I, I, I'm sick and tired of all the World War II analogies as everybody else, but... That's what this is. We need to understand history or we're doomed to repeat it. We're going into this. The statements made here are unbelievable. But let's remember, these are the same propaganda wings. Here's the, new, here, here's the Wall Street Journal. Joe Biden and the 51 spies of 2020. And it's all the quote unquote intelligence assets that said the Hunter Biden laptop was fake. 
So this notion that, oh, it's the Biden administration, they're just now hiring propaganda agents. They're just now getting involved in propaganda against the American people. No, they've been doing it since Obama directly confrontational to the American public with the false Russian collusion story, totally fake. To the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian propaganda. It was obviously real. Everybody knew it. So they've been using the federal government as their propaganda wing for, well, since 2015, directly confrontational against the American people. So, yeah, let's not forget that since Barack Obama, the Democrat Party has weaponized the government against their political opposition. So, so okay, back to the story. I'm telling you, there's, there's so much in this, you can't even believe it. The Department of Homeland Security paid an activist group $700,000 to create self-described propaganda that attacked conservatives. An investigation found the Department of Homeland Security used a grant program intended to combat terrorists called the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Program. And of course, these are all their buzzwords. It's really just about going after Trump and his supporters. To pay activists to write blog posts that criticized Donald Trump and other conservatives under the guise of media literacy, the Media Research Center found through public records request. This is Orwellian. This is... This is when family members turn against one another, where children turn against their parents. It's leftist politics. I may have to read this entire story from Luke Rosiak. It's just, it, I'm telling you, this thing is unbelievable. In its founding application, the University of Rhode Island's Media Education Lab declared that propaganda and misinformation concerning topics including immigration and racial justice, so like if you say George Floyd died of fentanyl, which was true, had become disruptive. It asked DHS for funding to run community-created counter-propaganda. So in other words, if you tell the truth, they say, oh, that's propaganda, and then they pay people to put out actual propaganda, and they say, well, this is counter-propaganda. <laughs> I mean, you're in the Twilight Zone. Cue the Twilight Zone music. No. No, 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 no. In fact, I... I, I I think this is what we're going to do when we come back. Because I'm, I'm about out of time for this segment. I think here's what I'm going to do, guys. I think I'm going to read this whole story. Because we've, we've decided, in case you haven't noticed yet, we've extended our live broadcasts here. We no longer take a network break at the top of the hour. So we've added about 15 to 20 minutes of our live transmissions every day because that's how important this information is in this important presidential election year. So, so here's what we're going to do. I'm actually going to read... Probably I'm going to try to I'm going to try to do it in, in a 25 minute segment. And I'm going to put the Twilight Zone music embedded behind me for the whole thing. So I, I don't know. We'll probably have to find like an hour long Twilight Zone deal. But that's what I'm going to do, because this is Twilight Zone stuff, because that's what I'm saying. I, I can't just read this. Like I'm an oh, I'm just hosting a show here and everything's normal. And, I you know, we're just we're just trying to host a show. And then it's all said done. No, we are entering the twilight zone. We are entering the Orwellian nature of the American left, of the political left. This is, I mean, they are coming after you. They are labeling you as a terrorist. They are paying propaganda agents. They are weaponizing the government against you. They might go full force in 2024. They might just arrest a million Trump supporters so that he can't win an election. 
That's how serious this is. You think they just stop it? Oh, we're paying people to lie to you. Oh, we're just arresting some people from January 6th. All right, now this is just, so, so here's why they're so afraid of Donald Trump getting back into office. Everything liberals and Democrats say about you and Donald Trump, they're guilty of. And so they know that the treatment they're trying to inflict on us is the justice that they deserve. And so that's why they're all panicked and that's why they talk about they're worried Trump becomes an authoritarian or whatever, because they know that them claiming you're a terrorist or them claiming you're an extremist or them claiming all these things about you, that's what they are. They, these are agents of reverse reality. And so listen to what MSNBC had to say. The, I mean, th this is so unbelievable. Again, you're, look, if you wondered what it was like to grow up in World War II with Nazi propaganda or all this other stuff or, or, or the Chinese Mao Zedong regime, you're living it, baby. Here it is, MSNBC. This is such high levels of propaganda, such high levels of reverse reality, you almost can't even believe it, except here it is for your own eyes and your own ears. You have to show the darkness. Mm -hmm. I, I think that people truly don't understand what absolute power for Donald Trump will mean. Joe, and I'm, this is not a stretch, you could end up in jail. That's, that's what dictators do. They take their political opponents and they put them in jail. We will no longer he's have a, a vote. He's already Donnie Deutsch on MSNBC says Trump, if he gets power, will go after his political opposition and put him in jail. That is exactly what Joe Biden has done. I am living proof of that. I am not the only example. I'm not going to be the first or the last example. And we have all the documents now that show that the Biden administration, the Democrats and the federal government are going to continue to target Americans for arrest, seize their bank accounts, censor them on the Internet. How is this even real? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you're just at a loss at this point. It's like, here's the documents, the Biden administration paying for propaganda on the internet. It's all right there. Here's the documents, the Biden administration targeting Trump supporters, searching and seizing Trump supporters' private information, using private businesses to do so. That's the example. That's the definition of fascism. That's the authoritarianism. Here's the Biden administration arresting their opposition, arresting journalists. And then they go on MSNBC and then they say, don't you know what authoritarians do when they get power? They arrest their opposition. They arrest journalists. They target them for censorship. They target them for search and seizure. And it's everything they're doing. This would be like if Donnie Deutsch, if Donnie Deutsch jumped on top of you and started beating your face in and saying, why are you beating me? Why are you punching me in the face? Like he jumps on top of you, gets a full mount like an MMA fighter and just starts punching you left and right, just boom, boom. Why are you punching me? Why do you keep punching me? What is your problem? Why are you so violent? And he's just sitting there just punching you, punching you. That's the Biden administration. They're just boom, boom, boom. Look at what the Trump supporters are doing. Boom, boom, boom. Look at how violent Trump supporters are. They're punching your face right now. And so it's like, you're sitting there, it's a Democrat. You're sitting there, it's Joe Biden. You're sitting there, it's Donnie Deutsch. 
and they're just wailing on your face. You're so, your eyes are so pulverized and swollen you can barely see. They're saying, look at what Trump is doing to you. Boom, boom, boom. And then they get the knife out and they're stabbing you in the side. Stab, stab. Look at Trump, he's stabbing you. And you're just sitting there witnessing it. Like, oh my God, Joe Biden is stabbing me. Oh my God, Joe Biden is punching me. Oh my God, MSNBC is punching me and stabbing me. And they're saying, Trump is doing this. Trump is bleeding you out, Trump. And then they go into your bank account and they take your money. And then they go onto your computer and they smash it up. They say, look at what Trump did to you. Ha ha ha. Isn't Trump the bad guy? Look at everything Trump's done to you. And then they leave you bleeding out on the floor and they take your money. They, they take your information. They take your bank account. They throw you in a cage and they say, Trump did this. Yeah. On March 6th, 2001, Alex Jones first predicted the September 11th attack on the World Trade Center. You've got an element of the FBI and these war game scenarios where they can remote control a 747 and they're going to crash it into the World Trade Center. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. The second American revolution is happening now right in front of you. And you're tuned in to InfoWars because you're either looking for the truth or you're already a patriot. I'm asking you now to realize we are at the fulcrum, the crossroads in the fight for human destiny and human future. Please spread the word about the broadcast. Please buy great products at InfoWarsStore.com and please pray for the transmission. Without you, we're gonna fail. But if you simply take action and spread the word, and pray for the broadcast and buy the products, you will continue to aid us together in our victory against these tyrants. But now is the time to make the decision. I know there's millions of forms of media out there and all this BS and the globalists hope you get lost in all of it. But notice the globalists, the new world order are coming after us because they realize we've got their number. Think about it. Infowars is the tip of the spear. If you want to support the tip of the spear, that decision is up to you. Please support us now at Infowars Store. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. War. incarceration, and even death, simply for existing, believing in reality, or telling the truth. Imagine a world where the most powerful government and media complex on the planet is completely weaponized against you. You no longer have to imagine this world because you're living in it. It's the Democrat Party, it's the Biden administration, and it's the corrupt deep state that runs the federal bureaucracies that are now attacking you and targeting you for complete annihilation. Don't believe me? Let's go to the documents. From Luke Rosiak, 
How the Biden administration used a counter-terrorism grant to fund anti-conservative propaganda. The Department of Homeland Security paid an activist group $700,000 to create self-described propaganda that attacked conservatives, a new investigation found. DHS used a grant program intended to combat terrorists called the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Program to pay activists to write blog posts that criticized Donald Trump and other conservatives under the guise of media literacy. Its founding application, the University of Rhode Island's Media Education Lab, declared that propaganda and misinformation concerning topics, including immigration and racial justice, had become disruptive. It asked DHS for funding to run community-created counter-propaganda. In other words, when they lie about George Floyd or lie about Michael Brown and then cause race riots over it and you try to tell the truth, you get persecuted for it. Propaganda can only be used for socially beneficial purposes. So they say. Beneficial to whom, though? Indeed, because the public has long been recognized as being suggestible, the United States has long made use of beneficial propaganda during World War I, World War II, and the Cold War, the grant application said. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a blatant admission in their own words, in their own grant, to fund anti-American propaganda using your taxpayer dollars that they are indeed at war with you. When they use propaganda campaigns, Mirroring what they did in World War I, World War II, and the Cold War, you can only ask yourself this. Who are they at war with now? The answer is you. The findings position the University of Rhode Island's Media Education Lab and a closely linked activist group, Media Literacy Now, at the center of a sprawling government-funded campaign to run propaganda on Americans to create a mandate for increased censorship. As if they haven't censored you enough. The same groups were also paid by the State Department, which had them arrange for German anti-disinformation activists to train U.S. school teachers on the techniques used in that country, which has some of the most anti-free speech policies in the West. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? The Democrats are now using teachers to propagandize your children. MRC said the grant shows that Congress must abolish all domestic censorship programs, the Biden administration is able to get something quite special with this $700,000 grant, harnessing the Media Literacy Now network and ultimately paying children to advocate for media literacy mandates ensnares the whole of the American public school system in its agenda. And of course, it won't be long before your children are turning you into the Biden administration. If a mother and father sit down at dinner and they say, I think Donald Trump won the 2020 election, your child is now an agent of the Biden administration and will turn you into authorities to be disappeared forever. The DHS grant led to an entity known as Courageous RI, helmed by URI professor and leftist activist Renee Hobbs, which said that its program would use the funds to manipulate the public and policymakers into demanding policies to crack down on misinformation. But of course, we know what that misinformation really is, the truth. Why are Democrats in the Biden administration at war with the truth? Why are they at war with the American people? Is it because they know if the truth got out, what justice would mean? This is supposedly an anti-terrorism grant. 
But of course, we know who the real terrorists are. Who burned the country down in the summer of 2020? Who burned the country down when Donald Trump was elected? The anti-terrorism grant program was created under the Obama administration. And Miles Taylor, the DHS chief of staff under Donald Trump, who gained notoriety for writing a New York Times op-ed admitting to undermining Trump from within, maneuvered to ensure that it lived on despite Trump's wishes, according to a 2020 Politico article. By this year, the program was being used to explicitly liken people who believe that there is a deep state, the idea that unelected bureaucrats might behave like Miles. In other words, the deep state that is being used against the American people right now wants you to believe that it doesn't exist, even though we have their own documents, their own protocols and procedures of targeting you. We are living in a darker, scarier, angrier, and less hopeful country thanks to Mr. Trump's influence, they say. Are we on the verge of a civil war as they target Trump illegitimately and unjustly and all of his supporters for incarceration and political persecution? It won't be easy, but we really have to reduce Trump's influence, it pledged. So here's the deep state telling you it doesn't exist, but then saying they must exist to stop you and to stop Donald Trump. But of course, some politicians are aware of this corruption. Some politicians are even calling it out. In fact, the House Judiciary Committee has even warned alarming surveillance. Feds asked banks to search private transactions for terms like MAGA and Trump. Who could have seen this coming? The very same people that cried Nazi, Nazi, Nazi are now behaving like Nazis. The very Democrat Party that warned you about Trump is now targeting Trump supporters like Nazis targeted the Jews in World War II. From the desk of Jim Jordan. The committee on the Judiciary and the Select Committee of the Weaponization of the Federal Government are conducting oversight of federal law enforcement's receipt of information about American citizens without legal process and its engagement with the private sector. Based upon documents obtained by the committee and the select subcommittee, we believe that you, as the former director of the Office of Stakeholder Integration and Engagement in the Strategic Operations Divisions of the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, possess information necessary for our oversight. We ask that you appear for a transcribed interview. The committee and select subcommittee have obtained documents indicating that following the January 6th Democrat false flag on the Capitol, FinCEN distributed materials to financial institutions that, among other things, outlined the typologies of various persons of interest and provided financial institutions with suggested terms and merchant category codes for identifying transactions on behalf of federal law enforcement. These materials included a document recommending the use of generic terms like Trump and MAGA to search payment messages, as well as prior financial analysis of lone wolf actors and homegrown violent extremist indicators. According to this analysis, FinCEN warned financial institutions of extremism, indicators that included transportation charges, such as bus tickets, rental cars, or plane tickets for travel to areas with no apparent purpose or the purchase of books, including religious texts, like the Bible, and subscriptions to other media containing extremist views, like conservative outlets, 
In other words, FindSen used large financial institutions to comb through the private transactions of their customers for suspicious charges on the basis of protected political and religious expression. In other words, the Biden administration has weaponized the entire federal government and all of its bureaucracies against its opposition. In addition, the committee and select subcommittee have obtained documents showing the FindSen distributed slides prepared by a financial institution explaining how other financial institutions can use MCC codes to detect customers whose transactions may reflect potential active shooters and who may include dangerous international terrorist and domestic terrorist homegrown violent extremists. But of course, when a liberal trans individual shoots up a school, they ignore it. Of course, when leftist groups go out and riot and burn cities to the ground, they encourage it. But if you, a Trump supporter, buys a Bible, you'll be put on a watch list. For example, the slides instructs financial institutions to query for transactions using certain MCC codes such as 3484, which are small arms, sporting and recreational goods and supplies, and the keywords like Cabela's, Dick's Sporting Goods, and Bass Pro Shop. In other words, if you, buy a, if you buy a Bible, the Biden administration wants to know if you also purchased a firearm. If you voted for Donald Trump, the Biden administration wants to know if you purchased ammunition. And in fact, despite these transactions having no apparent criminal nexus, and in fact relate to Americans exercising their Second Amendment and First Amendment rights, the Biden administration seems to have adopted a characterization of those Americans as potential threat actors. This kind of pervasive financial surveillance carried out in coordination with and at the request of federal law enforcement into Americans' private transactions is alarming and raises serious doubts about the Biden administration's respect for fundamental civil liberties. As the former director of the Office of Stakeholder Integration and Engagement in the Strategic Operations Division, you engaged regularly with financial institutions following the events of January 6, 2021, including the distribution of material about how financial institutions could use private customer information to assist federal law enforcement. Of course, that is what's called fascism. As such, your testimony will aid our oversight. In particular, your testimony will help to inform the committee and select subcommittee about federal law enforcement's mass accumulation and use of Americans' private information without legal process. The Biden administration protocols, if any, to safeguard Americans' privacy and constitutional rights in the receipt and use of such information. And the Biden administration's general engagement with the private sector on law enforcement matters. We ask that you appear for a transcribed interview with the committee promptly. Please contact committee staff as soon as possible, but no later than 5 p.m. on January 31st, 2024, to schedule your transcribed interview. The Committee on the Judiciary is authorized to conduct oversight of FindSend pursuant to the rules of the House of Representatives. In addition, House Resolution 12 authorized the committee's select subcommittee on the weaponization of federal government to investigate issues related to the violation of civil liberties of citizens of the United States. House Resolution 12 also authorized the select subcommittee to investigate how executive branch agencies work with, obtain information from, and provide information to the private sector nonprofit entities, or other government agencies to facilitate action against American citizens. 
thank you for your prompt attention to this matter, Mr. Bischoff. Sincerely, Chairman Jim Jordan, CC, the Honorable Gerald R. Nadler, Ranking Member. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Surveillance illegally of Trump supporters at the behest of the Biden administration, paid for propaganda all over the internet against the American people by the Biden administration. They've been caught. It's not a debate. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's the reality. They don't even hide it. They say that this is normal, that governments use propaganda in times of war. They even quote saying that they've used propaganda in times of World War I, World War II, and the Cold War. But the question is, what war are we in now and with who? The answer is quite simple. The Democrat Party and the Biden administration is at war with the American people. The Democrat Party and the Biden administration is at war with our democratic process. The Democrat Party and the Biden administration is at war with the truth. Now this all might sound like the Twilight Zone, but is, is very much the reality you live in today. And just know this, your teacher that identifies as a liberal Democrat, your doctor that identifies as a liberal Democrat, your airline pilot that identifies as a liberal Democrat, could now be a direct threat to your safety, your privacy, and they could at any moment turn you in to the Biden administration that will put you on an extremist list and a terror watch list to do what? Shut down your bank account? Take the money out of your bank account? Shut down your social media? Stop you from having a First Amendment right, a Second Amendment right? Incarcerate you or worse? Throw you into a camp where you never leave alive? It's all been done before. It's all being done again. Right now, in 2024, in Joe Biden's America. This is Owen Schroyer of Infowars.com reporting to you from the Twilight Zone. The reality that we now live in, thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we're at. Maybe it will hit home with the added graphics and sound effects and cinematics, if you will, and presentation. But it's not up for debate. Anybody who has an IQ above 80, anybody that has any form of comprehension of political information and history knows exactly where we're at. It's not a new thing that our government is corrupt. It's not a new thing that there is subversion of the American Republic. It's just we're in the days now where they're trying to completely bring it down. And anybody who believes in the Republic, anybody that believes in America, and anybody that's going to vote or use their voice to defend it is being targeted for destruction. And they have their propaganda agents operating. They have their censorship agents operating. And they have their bureaucratic agents operating. And, and, and I don't know if they really want to go all the way, ladies and gentlemen, but we should be well aware. If the Democrats and the Biden administration take this all the way, there will be mass incarceration of Trump supporters. 
ahead of the 2024 election and maybe worse and maybe worse. How many people died at the hands of Capitol Police on January 6th? They don't talk about that, do they? Why can't the FBI find the pipe bomber from January 6th? And why is the supposed pipe bomb that was found the exact same pipe bomb that the FBI uses in their training? Why is that? They are able to find grandmas with a picture of their earlobe and arrest them. I am not kidding you. The FBI is able, using an ear, an image of an ear, to track and trace grandmas and then show up and arrest them for being in the Capitol on January 6th after being waved in by police, after being literal gas-bombed, flash-banged, into a panic where they just end up in the Capitol with the masses of people, just a picture of an earlobe, the FBI can locate them and arrest them, but they can't find the pipe bomber who operated individually on multiple cameras in D.C., the most surveilled area in the United States? Do you really believe that? Of course you don't, because you're not an idiot. Why did the Democrats stand down the National Guard? Why did the Democrats stand down the Capitol Police? Why did the Democrats try to stop the release of the surveillance footage from the Capitol that day? Why did some Capitol Police lie? Why have other Capitol Police came out and made public statements, some under oath, saying, nope, the whole thing was an inside job, we were told to stand down? Why were there multiple suicides of Capitol Police that were there that day? Including one that the Democrats and their media lied about saying he died from wounds from the January 6th events. A total lie. They said he was bashed over the head with a fire extinguisher. That was a lie. Why did they lie about everything? And why are they still lying about it to this day? And why are they trying to cover up the truth? And why are they trying to arrest anybody that tells the truth about it? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are living in the most corrupt times in the history of this country. The Biden administration is the most corrupt administration in the history of this country. And the current operation of the federal agencies under the Biden administration are now being illegitimately weaponized against the American people. These are serious times. These are dangerous times. There is no doubt about it. I'm sick of World War II analogies like everybody else, but the truth of the matter is, if we're going to use a World War II analogy, nothing hits home harder and more accurate. The Democrats are the Nazis, and Trump supporters are the Jews. And they're coming for us. They're already using their technology. They're already using their bureaucracies. They're already false flagging. They're already using the media. And now they're targeting you for arrest, censorship, and God knows what else. This is where we're at in the United States of America. And you know, there's another story here, and this continues to happen, and the media finally covers it, but they act like it's happening to everybody. Uh, I haven't seen it happening to everybody. I only see it happening to 
conservatives or Republicans swatting targets all sides, raising fears is the headline from the Hill. But wait a second. Hasn't it just been Republicans that get swatted or anti-establishment media that gets swatted? I don't hear about Democrats getting swatted. And if they were, you know, it'd be the biggest story in the world and they'd blame Trump supporters and they'd use that as another excuse to target you. But it's not happening. And of course, another question has to be, why can't they ever find out who's guilty of these fake swattings against Marjorie Taylor Greene and others? Why is that? You can bet your bottom dollar if or when this ever happens to a Democrat and it's actually organic and somebody tries to do a fake swatting on a Democrat and it's, and it's a real organic situation, they will find that individual before nightfall and that individual will be arrested and thrown away and the key will be gone and they will never see the light of day again. But when it happens to Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Nobody knows who it is. They can't find who it is. It happens five times. Nobody knows. When it happens to conservative journalists like Jack Posobiec, when it happens to anti-establishment talk show hosts like Tim Pool, they can never find who it is. But guarantee it, if and when it ever happens to a Democrat, and if it is an organic event, they will find that individual before the end of the day, and they will never be released from prison. Why? Because the entire government has been weaponized to go against anybody that would dare stand against or oppose the Biden administration and the Democrat Party. All right, we're halfway through today's transmission. I still got a bunch of news on my desk and a bunch of video clips to get to. We've also got a statement from Donald Trump. I'm going to be reading for you here momentarily. First, I remind you, ladies and gentlemen, InfoWarsStore.com where we sell supplements to fund our operation and stay on air despite all the censorship. Now, this transmission is quite literally powered by TurboForce Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm telling you right now, there is no other energy supplement out there like it from my experience. I mean, I could drink energy drinks, might give me a little, a little boost of energy with the caffeine, but then there's the crash, not to mention the high fructose corn syrup, the processed sugars, the battery acid taste, not into it. I go to TurboForce Plus. One scoop of TurboForce Plus is 10 hours of clean energy. So not just does it get me through the show. A lot of times after the show, I'm all, uh, you know, I'm all hopped up, if you will. I'll go lift some weights and it takes me through a long, heavy workout as well. So TurboForce Plus, 40% off, InfoWarsStore.com. Don't just take my word for it. Give it a try at 40% off. You'll find it out for yourself. 10 hours of clean energy, TurboForce Plus, InfoWarsStore.com. By the way, this stuff sells out quite frequently. So get your hands on a canister while it's in stock. All right, just hot off the presses, statement from the Donald Trump campaign, statement on Washington ruling that keeps President Trump on the ballot. So they were trying to take him off the ballot in the state of Washington, too. The, the Democrats are trying to do it in every state, but they, they keep losing because it's totally illegitimate, of course. Today, Washington state court ruled to keep President Trump's name on the primary election ballot. 
Washington's decision mirrors similar decisions in over a dozen federal courts as well as state courts in Michigan, Minnesota, and Oregon. Although the judge made the correct decision in this matter, we remain steadfast in our opposition to these cases, which are orchestrated by Democrat Party allies of failed President Crooked Joe Biden. And we resolve to fight any and all remaining bad faith election interfering sham cases wherever they reside. We believe that a fair ruling on these issues in front of the Supreme Court of the United States will ultimately put all of these unconstitutional misinterpretations of the 14th Amendment to rest, preserving American voting rights. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. That was a zinger. The Democrats here, we're for voting rights. We're for voting rights. We have the Voter Protection Act. And by the way, they're getting ready to make sure as many illegal immigrants can vote as possible, but that's an ongoing development. President Trump looks forward to being reelected to the presidency this fall as we all work together to make America great again. Very well, then. Very well. Yeah, we'll have more stories about the Democrats trying to legalize the illegal immigrants. But, but see, it, it's beyond that. It's not just that they want to make all the illegal immigrants vote. They want to flood blue states with them to increase their electoral count to rig the elections. And... They want to vote for them. That's what it's really about. They want to get illegal immigrants' names on the voter rolls and then just vote for them. Because an illegal immigrant might actually vote for a Republican. They might not be stupid. A lot of these people coming across the border illegally might not be dumb. They might not be communists. So they might not vote for the Democrats. So the Democrats can't take that risk. They just want to get their names in the voter roll and then vote for them. That's how that goes. That's the story behind the story. All right. Let's look at some of these video clips. And then, and then the next hour, I'm going to delve into the huge geopolitical developments that are just massive. But first, let's look at the embarrassment that is Joe Biden. All right. Um... Here's Joe Biden confused. He's making a statement today. And again, his just his brain is broke. This guy can't be the president. He thinks this woman is in the crowd. Then he thinks that he took a picture with her and uh, it just all goes wrong in clip four. Appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman De Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? This year, I just had my picture taken with her. That's probably why she left. No, all kidding aside. Anyway. You, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. That's not true. I got it mixed up. And she has, uh, you know, she fights very hard for the people of this district, and she's up in Washington right now. Appreciate it very much. I also want to mention... So he says, uh, she, oh, she's here. And where is she? Oh, I just took a picture with her. Where is she? Oh, wait, she's not here. Yeah, he's doing well. And uh, then uh, listen, how many new jobs did you create in North Carolina, Joe? How many new jobs in Clip 6? 440 new jobs in North Carolina alone just since I came home. 440. Wow. Impressive. Impressive how many jobs you created there, Joe. Really impressive. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Now... The border being wide open is a major issue. I think Clay Higgins is really getting sick of it and sick of the inaction from the Republican Party. At least that's what his body language and tone tells me here in clip 10. Our southern border 
under the control of Secretary Mayorkas is 1,954 miles of failure. 10 million illegal crossings in three years. The disintegration of American sovereignty. Total loss of American law and order. Exponential enhancement of cartel human trafficking operations and cartel narcotics trafficking. Millions of American families crushed by financial loss and the unspeakable grief of unprecedented loss of American lives to drugs and violent crime. This is the legacy of Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And as God is my witness, we will impeach that man in this committee. We will hold him accountable for his colossal failure. I hope that's true. Uh, Clay Higgins continues to be one of the greats. Clay Higgins says the FBI's involvement was deep, not just on January 6th, but in the days, weeks, and months prior. I'm assuming they have the goods, and I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of it in 2024. Now, again, I, I don't work behind the scenes in the political realm. I've got pretty good insight and foresight, and you could say enough, let's say, connections via the outside but it's like, okay, I know some of the inside baseball in the media. I'm in the media. I, I don't know the inside baseball about what goes on behind, on behind the scenes in politics. I hope that Jim Jordan and, and, and Jim Comer and Clay Higgins and the rest of these guys have a plan. I hope they have a plan. I hope that they have political savvy and, and do have a game plan as 2024 encroaches and the election encroaches. I'm hoping that, that all of the hot air that's been spewed and all of the headlines and all of the clips and everything we've learned, I hope we have some fruit to bear in 2024 ahead of the election. Now, I don't expect it really until probably September or October, but yet I hope that's the case. Because if not, then you have to sit here and scratch your head and say, what have you been doing this whole time? You've got all the goods on the Bidens. You've got the bank records. You've got all the goods on Hunter Biden. You've, you've got all the goods on the FBI and their involvement on January 6th and more. What are you going to do with it? It's like, I, I could have a great collection of fireworks in my garage and they're sitting in my garage, but if I don't actually go out there and set them up and, and light the wick, I don't have any fireworks displays. Let's see the fireworks. Let's get the firework display. Let's do it before the 2024 election, please. You know, how can you have laws or how can you justly enforce laws against the American people that you don't even enforce against illegal immigrants? But it's actually, it's worse than that. You know, this stuff is truly heartbreaking. And I guess maybe it, it, it hits me in a different way, being a political prisoner and knowing what that, that, that hopelessness and helplessness feels like when you're on the wrong side of the courtroom, knowing that you have zero chance at justice. And one of the latest examples is Daniel Penny. Daniel Penny trial and Jordan Neely chokehold death expected this fall. Now, I don't want to go too deep into the background here, but basically you have this gentleman who is out of control, very confrontational to an extreme degree on the subway. 
everybody on the subway train was sick of him and needed to be dealt with. And that's that what's supposed to happen in a in a functioning civilization. Men take care of the problems. And so the uh, the removal of that from our culture is a major issue. And that's why crime is so bad, because good men have been taken out of the picture and then good men that actually act in the right way they get punished. And Daniel Penny is another example. So Marine veteran, he deals with this uh, guy who's out of his mind. I, I don't remember if he was on drugs or anything, but he uh, ends up dying in this chokehold. Now, this guy's known for harassing people on the subway. And the media runs another propaganda campaign saying, oh, he, he was the greatest guy ever. He was this, he was beloved by all. When it turned out that there were actually Internet posts dating back years about this guy harassing them on the subway. Nonetheless, Penny deals with this guy who was getting out of control. He ends up dying. And so there might need to be a case here. There might need to be something here. But uh, you know he's going to have the book thrown at him, specifically considering the race of the individuals involved. A white man doesn't do a black man. Well, it's racism now. So this vet has a... Uh, uh, probably uh, a not good situation happening as he's going to be facing charges. Won't be dismissed. But see, if some black kids beat a white kid to death, their charges do get dismissed. See the difference there? But, but I, I won't even get into the Ethan Liming story or many others that, that are happening in schools. Who, who's driving that hatred? Why do these black kids want to beat white kids to death? Who's, who's driving that hatred? I wonder. Not the liberal media, of course. But what about the illegal immigrants when they commit crimes? Family of autistic woman, a 20-year-old, poor soul. Oh, it just breaks your heart. You see these pictures. Murdered by illegal alien, sues Biden administration for $100 million. The family of 20-year-old autistic woman from Maryland who was brutally raped and murdered by an illegal alien from El Salvador has launched a $100 million lawsuit against the Biden administration for causing her death. I mean, why $100 million? How about $100 billion? How about $100 trillion against these monsters? But see, this story happens all the time. Just like the illegal immigrant that killed Kate Steinle walked. Illegal immigrants come into this country and commit heinous crimes, kill people, rape people, and then walk from their charges. But if you're a Marine veteran that tries to take care of an out-of-control, deranged individual on the subway that everybody was sick of, you are going to be facing jail time. Illegal alien from Haiti charged with rape of disabled person released by Boston court in defiance of ICE's detainer request. Uh, another what? Another Soros DA, another leftist DA, release a rapist on the streets. So it, it's beyond just the criminal activity. You walk across the border, you commit a crime. If you walk across the border illegally, you commit a crime. That's allowed to happen. But then you get into the country, you commit a rape, you commit a murder, and then you walk from that too. So how can you justly enforce any laws against the citizens of the country? when you won't even enforce them against non-citizens. And Jim Jordan shared this graphic, which is alarming. Millions of illegal aliens have crossed the southern border since Joe Biden took office. Where are they coming from? China, Russia, Iran, Yemen. Yeah, you know, you might 
think that's a concern. Now that we're back at war with Yemen and now that we're trying to start a war with Russia and trying to start a war with Iran and China is a major geopolitical opponent, might be a problem. Might be a problem. And they come with no identification and they get let in by the Biden administration. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Again, it's just, it's all just Twilight Zone. It's all just Twilight Zone. It's all just total Twilight Zone. But, but you want to fly on an airplane, TSA is going to grope your grandmother. You're a Trump supporter. You go buy a, a shotgun for, for hunting or, or whatever you want, shooting skeet. And the federal agency is going to put you on a terror watch list. Oh, there's a virus going around. You need to shut down your business. You need to wear a mask. You need to, you know, oh, oh, take the vaccine. But oh, illegal immigrants, bring them all in. Viruses, disease, bubonic plague, tuberculosis. We don't give a damn. Put them on the airplane. Fly them around the country. It's just total insanity. Now, I think Eric Swalwell might be the biggest asshole of the day. I mean, truly, th this guy is just a piece of garbage. There's a hearing on the border. We just heard from Clay Higgins. And a couple of witness testimonies were from family members who had, or from families who had their family members killed by illegal immigrants. Their children murdered. And Eric Swalwell decided to use his time to attack them. Does it get any lower than Eric Swalwell? I mean, truly. This guy is a total piece of trash. What blackmail, what skeletons are in this guy's closet that he ends up in Congress? I mean, seriously. This guy and Adam Schiff, I think, are probably the bottom of the barrel when it comes to just human scum. So here's Eric Swalwell using his time to attack witnesses who had family members killed by illegal immigrants. Listen to this a-hole in clip one. One of the questions earlier was asking a professor who came here to talk about immigration and the Constitution whether she would condemn Hamas's attack on October 7th. Everyone here condemns Hamas's attack on October 7th. But if that same member was asked, would you condemn Donald Trump's role in the January 6th insurrection? Or would you condemn the yeah, people yeah. Okay, you know, on this pause committee that real quick. who called the January 6th? <sighs> I'm sorry. I just, it's the gaslighting here. The gaslighting here could. Uh... <sighs> so Eric Swalwell compares an event that killed a thousand people in Israel with the Hamas attack, he compares that event to January 6th where Capitol Police killed, I think it was five American citizens. And, and he's using this to condemn and attack witnesses who get called up because they had their children murdered by illegal immigrants. Again, I don't think it gets lower than Eric Swalwell. This guy is such an absolute scumbag with no class how these people infiltrate our government is, it's catastrophic, ladies and gentlemen. All right, continue the clip. Hostages 
an insult to the actual hostages, American hostages, in Gaza right Which now. Which Biden does nothing about. He would take a pass. He wouldn't want to answer the question. They couldn't answer the question because they won't condemn it. They don't want the fix. They want the fiction. If they were not willing to hold Donald Trump accountable for his impeachable crimes, <laughs> I don't really Gentlemen, want their hot time take. Time has expired. The I don't want their hot take New York on Secretary Myers. Is Condemning and attacking witnesses who got their children murdered by illegal immigrants, Eric Swalwell. And then making it about January 6th. And then comparing it to the October 7th attack at the music festival in Israel that killed a thousand people in a thousand year old war. There's your, there's your a-hole of the day. Quickly followed by Max Frost in clip seven. To my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, let's be honest with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them. Don't welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. If you keep pushing your bigoted HR2 bill, then also pass this bill. I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you. It removes... The Statue of Liberty, our largest symbol go. that tells people to come here. Imagine, imagine pretending are. like there's no difference between immigration and illegal immigration. You've just imagined the brain of a Democrat. It's not very smart. All right. Now, if you know about my background, I came from sports media. And so I know how the left tries to dominate it and, and pretend like, oh, every athlete is a leftist or a Democrat or everybody in the sports media is a liberal. That's a total lie, let me tell you. If anything, it's probably split if you weighed all the sports. But it seems like the only sport where people are allowed to speak their mind is MMA. And so this clip from Sean Strickland, who currently holds a title belt in the UFC, well, um, let's just let the clip speak for itself. Uh, we've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. You said, if I had a gay son, I would think I've... Oh, look, another, another, I'm saying to you, the swamp, you guys, the swamp. You become a champion, you become a star, and, and someone says... Let me ask you something. Are you, are you, are you gay? No, are you, are you, let me know, are you gay? Can I get an answer? Well, no, I'm asking, I'm, this is a part of the, are you, are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay, you'd be like, oh, man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid? No problem with it. Oh, man. Well, you, dude, you're a weak man, dude. You're like, you're part of the problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, would you when he sees the bank accounts, like, you're just fucking pathetic. And, and the, fact that, the fact that you have no fucking backbone and, and has he shut down your fucking country and seized bank accounts, you ask me some stupid shit like that, go f*** yourself. Move the f*** on, man. Yeah, that doesn't really answer the question, but I did want to ask also things you said about the trans community. You said uh, this past October when they announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when, uh, when they know what, and we'll know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like, hey, this Canadian's not that Canadian. Are you still going to use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a, what, a mental f***ing illness. And now all of a sudden, people like you have f***ing weaseled your way into the world. Y you, are, you are an infection. You are the definition of weakness. Everything that is wrong with the world is because of f***ing you. And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not buying your f***ing bullshit you're f***ing peddling. The world is not saying, you know what, you're right, f 
fucking chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fucking school. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is the fucking enemy. Uh, you want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there. Hmm. I think that clip speaks for itself. And you might say, hey, you know what? That's a little heavy handed. That's a little crass. But this is the yin and the yang. The left has now created the Sean Strickland press conference. So that's what you get. But see, here's the problem. If it wasn't for the UFC, you wouldn't get any of that, even, even in a more palatable, consumable form, because what happens when conservatives or anti-establishment types in the NFL try to speak their mind? Look at Aaron Rodgers. He gets a platform on Pat McAfee's show. And then what happens? He gets stabbed in the back. Pat McAfee bows the knee to the corporate establishment and says, no more Aaron Rodgers, and I'm glad because all he does is bring drama to the program. Pathetic. I like Pat McAfee. I thought he was going to save sports media. My guess is his ratings tank for this. And then C.J. Stroud, a great young rookie quarterback. You could say the future of the NFL. They're calling him C.J. 4K, maybe C.J. 5K next year. He has a huge victory as a rookie quarterback, and he goes in his postgame interview, and he says Jesus Christ is the reason why he's here. And he thanks Jesus Christ for giving him his abilities. And what do they do with that post-game statement? They cut it. NBC faces black backlash as Texan CJ Stroud, Jesus mentioned, cut from social media clip. Oh, you're not allowed to thank Jesus Christ if you're in the NFL, huh? You're not allowed to question vaccines if you're in the NFL, huh? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, in the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsTore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsTore.com. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. All right, we're about to get heavy into the geopolitical issues that we're facing right now. America is heading into a geopolitical perfect storm. 
that could result in a potential World War III scenario. And the problem is we don't have a captain at the helm of the ship. We don't have a co-captain. We don't have anything. We have a clown administration from top to bottom, whether it's Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Jake Sullivan or Antony Blinken or Rachel slash Adam Levine or, or whatever Dick Levine's name is. It's a man, it's a woman, nobody knows. Whether it's the nuclear waste puppy kink leather daddy who likes to steal people's luggage at the airport. It's an administration of clowns. And we are heading into the most serious, perilous times geopolitically. And we don't have a captain at the helm. We don't have a co-captain. We don't have anybody. And we're about to get into this now. Now, this is a serious development. NATO to hold biggest drills since Cold War with 90,000 troops. Now, of course, most of this is being funded by who? The U.S. taxpayer. The U.S. taxpayer funds NATO. And, of course, what is NATO's main reason for existing? To be anti-Russia. So this is all a saber-rattling moment. This is all an anti-Russia moment. This is all daring Russia to do I don't know what. But that's what this is about, puffing up the chest of Russia when we aren't in the Cold War anymore. And, and now, if you want to talk about communist agendas, if you want to talk about authoritarian policies, it's not coming out of Russia. It's coming out of America. It's coming out of the West. They say Putin's jailing journalists. Putin's killing journalists. No, that's what Ukraine just did. That's what Joe Biden does. So that's a big development there. Iran. At least nine killed in Pakistan's tit-for-tat strikes. Pakistani retaliatory strikes in Iran kill at least nine, raising tensions along the border. Pakistan's Air Force launched retaliatory airstrikes Thursday in Iran, allegedly targeting militant hideouts, an attack that killed at least nine people and further raised tensions. So that's happening. Of course, with all the other tensions rising in the area. Now Netanyahu is coming out saying, we're attacking Iran directly. He says we're attacking Iran directly during a speech. Netanyahu is asked if he feels he has anything to apologize for regarding the events surrounding October 7th. He says the way the question was framed is designed to stain him. And of course, they're talking about the response a thousand Israelis died in the Hamas attack, and since 30,000 Palestinians have been killed in the uh, Israeli response. The quote from Netanyahu Nobody is immune from mistakes, including me, because uh, they killed uh, journalists and killed citizens and everybody else. They just bomb everything. He says, but then again, criticizes the reporter I'll continue to fight Hamas, and you'll continue to fight me. That's the division of work. In response to another reporter who asked why Israel is sufficing with attack on Iran's proxies rather than Iran directly, Netanyahu responds, who says we aren't attacking Iran? We are attacking Iran. Iran has further phases to go through that I won't detail on path to nuclear weapons. I am obligated as the prime minister of Israel to do everything to help 
prevent Iran from attaining nuclear weapons. Now, that's the big thing. Now, is that a false flag? Is that real? Well, regardless, so who gets nuclear weapons and who doesn't and who decides? That's the, that's the balancing act. That's the philosophical, political question you, you'd have to ask. So I guess Israel can have nukes, but Iran can't. America can have nukes, but Iran can't. Or who else can't? Or who else can? How are you going to stop them? Or are you going to just claim they have nukes and then they don't? Is this the new weapons of mass destruction? But what did I talk about earlier this week? And it's now starting to come to fruition. What are these Iran proxy groups? Well, they were funded by the Obama administration. And now they're funded by the Biden administration. But they're using Ukraine as a vessel to get weapons and money to these proxy groups like ISIS in the Middle East. But here's the new reason to go to war in the Middle East. And if it's against Iran, we got problems. Iran, this is all over the media. Iran accelerates highly enriched uranium production. Iran undoes slowdown in enrichment of uranium to near weapons grade. According to the UN watchdog, Iran frustrates nuclear monitors as its Ukrainian stockpile, uh, uranium, excuse me, uranium stockpile grows. U.S. eyes reports Iran has accelerated uranium enrichment. Now, this all sounds way too convenient, doesn't it? given the other geopolitical developments and tensions in the areas as if, oh, this is just a new development or is this the new narrative to push a war with Iran? Is this the new narrative to invade the Middle East? Is this the new narrative to get the U.S. involved in the Middle East on behalf of Israel? Iran might already have nuclear weapons. Maybe they are making nuclear weapons. Who decides who gets nuclear weapons and who doesn't? But the timing of this is just so perfect, isn't it? Kind of like the timing of the October 7th attacks. That we now know, they admit, the Israeli defense forces and military stood down. They had intelligence. They let them happen. And then as they were happening, they let them happen for seven hours. And now they get what they want. But flash back to a year ago. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu said he has a vision for a two-state solution. That was a year ago. But my, have things changed now. Israeli Prime Minister tells the U.S. he opposes a two-state solution because of what happened on October 7th. Oh, perfect. Netanyahu says he has told the U.S. that he opposes any Palestinian state in any scenario after the Israeli-Hamas war. So there you go. Oh, I'm, I'm a noble diplomat. We can do a two-state solution. Then they let October 7th happen. They stand down and they say, nope, no more two-state solution. We're going to level the entire Gaza Strip and then we're going to build a gas pipeline and we're going to build a canal and we're going to make it ours and we're going to make uh, billions of dollars on tourism there, which is exactly how that's going to go. But what are you going to do with all the people? Nobody wants them. So you just kill 30,000 of them, and now you've got your perfect scenario. Now, look, I don't have any side in this. Let me be perfectly clear. 
I just report the truth. And you can go and look at the New York Times Square advertisements and they say, support Israel or you're not human. And then they show you pictures of all the people that died. And then they show you the pictures of the hostages that Hamas currently has, including Americans, by the way. But nobody humanizes the 30,000 dead Palestinians. Nobody shows you the pictures of the dead children. Nobody shows you the families that are crying as their children are crushed under the rubble of the Israeli strikes and they laugh about it. Nobody humanizes that. That's not human. I hope the individuals that are held hostage by Hamas get to come home. At least there's that hope. For 30,000 Palestinians, they don't have that hope. But you're not supposed to humanize that. You're not supposed to point out all of the anomalies leading up to this. You're not supposed to point out that for years, Israel has talked about turning the Gaza Strip into a smart city on record. And now look at this. All the dominoes have fallen into place for them to do it. And Iran and other groups are saying, uh, hi, actually, you're kind of just committing a genocide here. Hi, you're kind of committing war crimes here. But you don't hear about that in the Western media. You don't hear about that in the United States of America. And now it looks like the U.S. is going to get dragged into another Middle East war and affair that should have nothing to do with us. And it looks like Iran is going to be the scapegoat used or Iranian nuclear weapons, or they might do a false flag. They might nuke somebody, folks. They might actually nuke somebody and blame it on, on Iran and then say, see, we have to go back into the Middle East. And look at all the rhetoric they had with Ukraine. You have to fight for Ukraine. The American people must fight and die for Ukraine. And now that that's losing its momentum, it's going to be, you have to fight for the Middle East. You have to fight for Israel in the Middle East. And so what? We send the troops. Americans are supposed to live and die for the interest of countries in the Middle East while our country gets invaded, while our citizens get arrested for their political beliefs, while our economy gets crushed, and we're supposed to sit here and take it? But here's more evidence that I believe the Biden administration and the deep state and the CIA were using Ukraine to launder money and weapons to the proxy groups in the Middle East to really get it going in the Middle East. Again, flashback a year. Joe Biden removed the terrorist designation from the Houthis. In foreign policy shift, Biden lifts, or actually, this was in 2021, excuse me. This was immediately when Joe Biden got office, uh, into office. Let me correct myself. One of the first things Joe Biden did getting into office was removing the Houthis in Yemen as a terrorist designation. Biden administration ends Trump era Houthi terrorist designation. So let's look at the series of events. Joe Biden gets into office. He removes the Houthis from the terror list. He releases a bunch of money to Iran. They then start a war with Russia in Ukraine, send hundreds of billions of dollars there and all the weapons and military support there. And guess what? It will, it, there will be news stories. They'll even report it in the New York Times, probably. 
if not this year, next year, how weapons sent to Ukraine ended up in the Middle East. Funds sent to Ukraine ended up in the Middle East. But it's okay because Joe Biden removed the Houthis as a terror group. And Joe Biden released the funds to Iran so that they could fund different proxy groups in the Middle East. And now here we are today. Biden redesignates the Houthis as terrorists. U.S. to relist Yemen's Houthis as specially designated global terrorist. Biden says U.S. strikes in Yemen are going to continue despite not stopping the Houthis from doing anything. Here is that quote from Joe Biden in clip three. Are the airstrikes in Yemen working? Well, when you say working, are they stopping the Houthis? No. Are they going to continue? Yes. So this is what is so frustrating about these geopolitical developments. I just laid out for you how the dominoes fell, all the developments to get where we're at, and likely what's going to happen in the future. And the American media is either so ignorant or owned by the military-industrial complex in one way, shape, or form that they just won't even report it and they'll go along for the ride. And yet again, Americans will be forced into wars that do not benefit us, do not benefit our interests, and our blood and our treasure will go to these wars. And the media will go along with it. And now the military is so compromised by the woke mind virus and the Democrat Party that it won't even matter. But they can't even find anybody to join the military because nobody wants to be a part of the military under Joe Biden's command. So where are they going to get members to join? Illegal immigrants. And they're going to say, join the U.S. military, you'll become a citizen in two years, and they'll, they believe, have them voting Democrat the rest of their lives. But so there you go. What a perfect series of events to put us right back where we were before Trump got into office. Run by the U.S. deep state, run by the U.S. military industrial complex to reverse all the peace and all the stabilization that the Trump administration had in the world and in the Middle East specifically, Joe Biden and the Biden administration has reversed all of it in three years in a perfect series of events to put us right back to where we were before. And when you look at the constellation of developments, you can see exactly how it works. Go to war against Russia in Ukraine, release funds to Iran, remove the Houthis as a terrorist organization, Use all the funds going into Ukraine and the weapons going into Ukraine to arm and fund the proxy groups with Iran in the Middle East, including the Houthis. And then when they start their wars again, relist them as a terrorist organization. Hamas and Israel start warring again. Get involved with that. And now, oh, Iran's going to have a nuclear weapon. We're going to have to go to war in the Middle East again, a la Saddam Hussein and weapons of mass destruction. It's the same damn playbook. It's the same damn playbook by the, by the intelligence agencies and the deep state. The same freaking playbook. And the same American media going along for the ride. And it's going to be the same U.S. military and the same U.S. people expected to spill their blood and their treasure in wars that do not benefit us. 
same freaking playbook, and we're sitting here watching it all play out. Then there's Russia that actually tells it like it is. Vladimir Putin says it's the West and, and leftism and liberalism that's destroying the planet. It's the Biden administration that got in illegitimately with mail-in ballot fraud. And now it's Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zarkarova, Zar Zakharova, trying to get that right. She's great. Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova. Gonzalo Lira's refusal to follow Washington's line could not go unpunished. Russia on death of Gonzalo Lira. Kiev is allowed to torture and kill Americans and everyone keeps their mouth shut. Is that just not the truth? Is that just not 100% accurate? Now imagine this. Russia now, the Russian government and the Russian media, including an interview that Alex Jones did with RT, the Russian media and the Russian government has done more to address the killing of an American journalist, Gonzalo Lira, than all of the American media and the Biden administration combined. Think about that. Think about how sick that is. But of course, this is part for the course of the Biden administration. They arrest journalists that oppose their regime here in the United States. I would bet that the Biden regime gave the green light to Ukraine to kill Gonzalo Lira. 100% they did. They knew Ukraine kidnapped Gonzalo Lira. Ukraine wouldn't kill an American journalist without the green light from Washington, D.C. So they got it and they did. And now Russia, Russian media and the Russian government covers it more so than the American media and the U.S. government. The killing and the torturing of an American journalist. More from Zakharova. The Kiev regime has been given free reign to do whatever it wants by the West and is even allowed to torture and kill Americans. Kiev has unbridled freedom and this permissiveness is manifested in everything it does. The free reign only leads to disaster and this disaster has already reached the minds of the current Ukrainian regime and they are leading their entire country there. It's unbridled corruption. And again, Russian spokeswomen, Russian media does more to cover and bring awareness to the torture and killing of an American journalist than the American media and the Biden regime does. That really tells a story, doesn't it? That really tells you a story. But what do you expect when you got Corrine Jean-Pierre dressed up like a henchman for her press conference up there lying to the American people with John Kirby, called out by Simon Atiba, the press briefing with White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre and NSC spokesman John Kirby just ended. The lies were just flying left and right. May God help us going into 2024. Yeah, exactly. You've got... 
Kirby, who's responsible for the fallout and the death in Afghanistan, that Joe Biden didn't even have time to give any attention to the Gold Star families. And you've got Corrine Jean-Pierre up there dressed up like a clown henchwoman, lying to the American media left and right, and they don't even care. They don't even care that Ukraine captured, tortured, and killed an American journalist. They couldn't care less. They even gave it the green light. So it's fitting. It's fitting that the same guy that was responsible for the Americans dying in Afghanistan is still running the show, dealing with Ukraine that resulted in an American journalist dying. And it's fitting that Karine Jean-Pierre goes up there and dressed like a mafia henchwoman, addressing and lying to the American media every single day. It's fitting. It's fitting. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, very few... Very few, if any, media outlets and news organizations tell it like it is right here at InfoWars. Very few even have the free reign to come on here and cover these stories like we have here at InfoWars. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for your continued support at InfoWarsStore.com. There's so many different ways to support us. If you haven't, go to AlexJonesGame.com and purchase Alex Jones' New World Order Wars. It's a fantastic game. It's also available on Steam, a major video game hub. So go to alexjonesgame.com or search for Alex Jones NWO Wars and buy it. Send it to the top of the Steam charts. We're actually trying to make it number one all time. We can do that with your help. But this game is getting rave reviews. It's not just something we made and said, hey, look, we did a game. Uh, no, this thing is awesome. The video game is awesome. You can tell just from the videos we're playing on the screen. Very nostalgic, very user-friendly, and fun. All wrapped in one, Alex Jones NWO Wars, alexjonesgame.com. And, of course, your continued support at infowarsstore.com. The supplements, the books, the T-shirts, infowarsstore.com. It's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right, more news and information when we come back from this break. So my crew points out to me a little deeper about all the funding going into Ukraine because it was a missed angle that I had forgotten. But the crew had it. They say, hey, let's not forget how the money and the weapons that we sent to Ukraine got lost and how the, the House and Congress voted to not have any oversight. There were some that were screaming and shouting for oversight, like Rand Paul. But don't worry, Mitch McConnell made sure that the Senate voted against oversight, and Kevin McCarthy made sure that the House voted against oversight. But then they brought me these stories, which are new. These are new headlines. And I was like, hey, wait a second, go back and print the old headlines. Well, here's the new headlines. Over $1 billion in Ukraine military aid was poorly tracked, creating concerns over risk of theft, Pentagon says. That's from this month. This month, the Pentagon admitting that the weapons going to Ukraine are gone. And of course, they'll never know what happened to them because Congress voted against oversight. Oh, how perfect, how convenient. Who could have predicted that? New York Times. That was Forbes, by the way. Here's New York Times. U.S. military aid to Ukraine was poorly tracked, Pentagon report says. Oh! So it's like, oh, oh, oops, it was poorly tracked. Oh, oops. 
It's like, I mean, this is just absurd. The report found that American officials... Guys, put that back on the screen. The report found that American officials and diplomats had failed to quickly or fully account for all or nearly all for all of the nearly 40,000 weapons sent to Ukraine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I shouldn't be laughing. It's just sick. It's just sick. More than $1 billion worth of shoulder-fired missiles, kamikaze drones, and night vision goggles that the United States has sent to Ukraine have not been properly tracked by American officials, a new Pentagon report concluded. Well, what do you mean? They voted against tracking them, raising concerns that they could be stolen or smuggled at a time when Congress is debating whether to send more military aid to Kiev. This was all part of the plan. It was all part of the plan. I mean, see, this is what I'm talking about. Pentagon's Ukraine accounting error revised up to $6.2 billion. See, I don't just come on here and flap my gums. We here at InfoWars have the best political cognition, the best political comprehension, and the most accurate political constellation when it comes to our reporting and analysis. It's not even that hard. It's just nobody else even tries. So I'm not up here flapping my gums saying, gee, I'm going to come up and say that the Biden administration is using the military aid and money to Ukraine to fund the proxy groups that Trump stopped giving money and aid to so that we can have another war in the Middle East. And then it's just the Pentagon just admits it. And they all voted to, to make sure it happened. I mean, we could go through these headlines all day long. CNN. Pentagon says Ukraine out accounting error revealed last month is much bigger than previously stated. But guys, let, let's just do this. It's not just the accounting error. Go back and find the headlines where they said, uh, where it's like Congress votes against tracking where weapons and money goes. Rand Paul is like throwing fits saying, what the hell are we doing? How are we going to send unlimited funds and, and, and money and weapons to Ukraine and not even track where it goes? This is like 2021, 2022. This is not new. This isn't even, this has been going on for years. Forget about the 6.2 billion that they don't know where the money went out of the hundreds of billions they sent. Senate's, Senate Democrats block oversight office to monitor U.S. aid for Ukraine, July, 2023. I can do this all day long. Find stories about Rand Paul complaining about how they won't have oversight and so he can't vote for it. And there's, you know, Mitch McConnell's not doing a damn thing about it. He, he might as well be a Democrat. They knew this years ago. And they, they never stopped sending weapons. They knew they couldn't track, couldn't trace, and had no idea where the money or where the weapons were going years ago, and they just kept sending it. This is beyond imbecilic. It would be imbecilic, except it's by design. They knew exactly what was going on. The proxy groups knew where to pick up the weapons. The intelligence communities knew where to launder the money to. 
Zelensky is just up there as a puppet. Ukraine is just the vessel state to do all of it in. And Russia knows it, by the way. Russia knows all of it. Senate Democrats blocked watchdog from Ukraine aid, ignoring lessons from Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh, oh. Should we even mention all the weapons left behind in Afghanistan? That was probably by design, too. It's just sick. So there you go. So our money, it's once again, our blood, our treasure, our weapons are going to be used to start now World War III. Pentagon versus Congress tension builds over monitoring billions in Ukraine aid. Again, we could do this all day long. The Hilk is closely watching how the Department of Defense allocates the recently passed $40 billion in aid to Ukraine, aware it's been burned in the past, except they voted against it. That was 2022. House Republicans tout Ukraine oversight, bracing for funding fight. And what did, what did McCarthy do? He let it pass. No oversight. What did McConnell do? He let it pass. No oversight. And now the Pentagon says, we don't know where the money went. We don't know where the weapons went. And now all the proxy groups that Donald Trump cut the funding and weapons off to, now they're armed again. Now they're back again. Now they're terrorist groups again. Now we got to go back into the Middle East. This was not a surprise. Pentagon again fails annual audit of $3.8 trillion in military assets. Do you get the point? I think we... I think we've made our point. I don't know. Should we keep pulling up the headlines? Should we... Should we keep pulling up the headlines? Armed Service Chair rips calls for... Stepped up oversight of Ukraine aid. Yeah, the armed services, they don't want you to know where the money's going. Ukraine is spending the money well, says Representative Adam Smith. And they're winning. When was that headline? That had to be probably like summer 2023. Oh, December 2022, even before. They're saying Ukraine was winning. Of course, everybody knows Ukraine is not winning. So they say, Ukraine is winning. We, sh we don't need oversight. And then they say, Ukraine is losing. They need more weapons. With trillions at play, Pentagon fails audit sixth year in a row. So keep sending more money. Keep sending more weapons. No oversight. And, and, and the American taxpayer just sits here and gets raped. As we can't afford groceries, we can't afford energy costs, we can't afford the cost of living, young Americans can't even afford to buy a new home. But don't worry, we can afford every war of all time. We can fund every war. We can start every war. And we don't do any monitoring of those, fun those funds. But the IRS is going to find you if, if you took a payment on a, a payment app and you didn't report it to the IRS for, for, for $300. They're going to find you and tax you so that we can fund war. And we can fund the Biden administration putting your neighbor in jail for buying a gun. So there you go. Infowars. The future is right here. Next year's news today, next decade's news today, tomorrow's news today. I mean, this is it. We have the information. We tell it like it is. We have the constellation. You want it, you want your friends and family to know how the world operates? Send them to infowars.com/show. Send them to band.video right now. This advertisement 
in Times Square. It was going viral on the internet last night, freaking all kinds of people out. I was actually a little shocked. I mean, we knew that the left would get mad because they hate babies and they are depopulationists. But I was actually a little shocked with some of the response from conservatives that were like, no, not everybody should be making babies. I'm like, whoa. But nonetheless, um, people thought Elon Musk paid for that advertisement because his tweet was featured saying, having children is saving the world, make more babies. But actually, that was from a pro-life, a pro-life uh baby product company called Every Life. They are the ones that put that billboard up that triggered the anti-humanists. So they put up billboards that say, stop having babies, stop having kids. The left promotes the idea of depopulation. Bill Gates and the eugenicists say, we need to lower the population and we need to use vaccines to do it. And so good for the Every Life Company pushing back against that propaganda with pro-human, pro-baby propaganda in Times Square. And that went viral last night. So if you were wondering who put that up, there it is. It was the Every Life Company. Now, so I mean, oh my gosh, God forbid a company like babies. I'd say, well, it's in their interest for you to have babies. Oh, really? It's probably in all of our interest, actually. All right, final segment here. We still got some other odds and ends to uh, tie up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got some wild stuff. Here, let me just hit these headlines first. And guys, B-roll me clip eight. Big freeze across the United States because it's winter. So much for global warming. And uh, this was a picture from a Lake Michigan lighthouse completely covered in ice. Pretty cool image, actually. Uh, personally, I hate the cold. We had 15-degree days the last two days. I hate it. To those of you that live in the cold weather, I think you're nuts. I say pro-global warming. Let's warm this planet up. Let's create farmland across the fruited plain. And let's stop. Let's stop putting ourselves in frigid living conditions. Oh, what is wrong with you people? Uh, some people like it. Not for me. But uh, there's your global warming. Snow and ice warnings in place in the UK. You had record colds, record ice negative uh, 18 in some areas where it's never been before with snowstorms on the way. Oh, what happened to global warming? And then they say, well, global warming causes cold. Don't you know? Oh, oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Your gym, your mental gymnastics of propaganda. Now, of course, the electric cars don't work in the bitter cold, but, but they have all these headlines and I noticed they're attacking Tesla as if it's only Tesla that makes electric vehicles that don't work. No, it's all electric vehicles. But see, it's all about the anti-Elon Musk propaganda. Tesla owners complain they are stuck in car graveyards with batteries not charging. No, it's not just Teslas. It's all electric vehicles. CNN, Teslas crash more than gas-powered cars. Here's why. No, it's electric cars. It's not just Tesla. So, so they don't want to say electric vehicles. They don't want to say EVs because they promote the EV propaganda and then the EVs don't work in harsh weather, specifically cold weather, that they said wouldn't exist anymore. And then they just say, oh, it's Tesla because they hate Elon Musk when it's all electric vehicles, not just Teslas. In fact, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Teslas probably work best of all the electric vehicles. 
but they won't say that. They just want to use this as a moment to attack Elon Musk, but then act like they don't promote the EV agenda and act like they didn't tell us there would be no cold anymore. More evidence that the vaccines caused a mass cancer outbreak. New cancer cases projected to top 2 million and hit a record high in 2024. Remember when the experts told us that these vaccines would cause cancer and now cancer rates have skyrocketed, but nobody wants to talk about the vaccines? Yeah. All right. Here's some absolute absurdities for you. Huh. I mean, this is, I, I don't know. I, I think some liberals' minds are so broken, and, and we've got two examples here. Here's James Carville, who's clearly just lost his mind completely at this point. Syphilis rumor spread by desperate Democrats afraid of another Trump presidency. I guess this was on the Drudge Report at some point. I never saw it. I checked the Drudge Report and it wasn't there. Maybe whoever put it up there got scolded and they took it down immediately because of how ridiculous this is. Uh, folks, this is so absurd. Listen to James Carville, who, who I now think has completely lost his mind. Probably needs to be put in a mental institution, not on television. Listen to this whacked out commentary in clip nine if you go to the drudge report and i think it'll still be up the, the, the story that talks about trump having hand cuts and you can link to it they don't look like cuts to me they look like sores and i've asked a number of mds what medical condition manifests itself through hand sores and the answer is immediate and unanimous secondary syphilis all right. I think I think there's a good chance this man has to clap and I'm not being particularly secretive about it. I am texting the photo. You can link to it. It's in some operation called a Daily Mail. It's some British thing. It's probably a Fleet Street rag. But, you know, maybe the picture was doctored or whatever. But I, maybe the story goes somewhere. Maybe it won't. But I'm telling you, at one o'clock Eastern, I'm humping this thing like a young dog on old furniture. Now, again, we covered this at Infowars.com. Clearly, those are golf blitzers. I play golf. Those are golf blisters. And if let's say I, I don't play golf enough, but there were times where I'd be playing golf maybe four or five times a week that you get blisters on your hand just like that. You have to tape them up, or that's why people wear gloves or have to wear a new glove every round. So they're obviously golf blisters, but imagine that. Imagine being so completely deranged like James Carville that you're going to go along with that, that that's syphilis. Uh, what about Bill Clinton? What about Hunter Biden? I mean, hell, you can go on and make something up about James Carville because here's the thing. What we've learned about these leftists and everything they say about Donald Trump is likely true about them. So using that logic that's turned out to be true every time, what assumptions could I make about James Carville? And uh, Trump is apparently a scratch golfer, which is extremely impressive. But uh, yeah, you know what? what I, I, you know what, James? I think James Carville should put his career on the line and he should bet he should put his career on the line and he should bet and he should make Trump take a test. Go ahead. Trump will do it. And if Trump does not have the clap, as James Carville says, then James Carville should never do any political commentary for the rest of his life. 
I'd like to see that happen. Of course it won't because Carville knows he's insane. But perhaps not as insane as Scott Kirby, who is the CEO of United Air, that's extremely woke. <laughs> oh, as we go to the end of the show. Bizarre footage emerges showing woke anti-white United's airline CEO performing in drag. I don't know what this is. Go ahead and roll clip two as we go to the end of the show. So he climbs out of some like, I don't even know what that is, like demonic temple structure in a demon drag outfit and is now doing interpretive dance moves to Lady Gaga. And that's the uh, CEO of United Airlines that uh, is all about woke and anti-white bigotry now. My goodness. These are uh, these are totally sane people here on the left, though. These are uh, this is normal stuff. I mean, folks, let's just be honest. We, we look, it's a mind virus. It's a cultural, political cancer. It's it's liberalism. It's leftism, and, and these people are just broke, and they will destroy everything if their cancer takes hold if their criminal if their terminal mind virus takes hold we're done we're done as a civilization we're done as a culture we're done as a country they've completely lost their minds they have no logic or reasoning or common sense left and the proof is in the pudding that does it for the infowars war room brought to you by infowarsstore.com for today we will see you tomorrow while other networks lie to you about what's happening now infowars tells you the truth about what's happening next Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and support the InfoWars. I actually feel sorry for the establishment. They're inbred. They were given the power they have. They're incompetent scum. Look at Lloyd Austin. And I remember when they stole the election in 2020, they told us we should never question another election again. But isn't that all Democrats have ever done? And isn't that what Hillary Clinton claimed Trump was going to do in 2020? She did that because she was butthurt. She did that because they printed up hundreds of thousands of copies of this Newsweek edition. It's the actual magazine framed in here. With her, the supposed 45th president of the United States, these people are a joke. They still think corporate media is important. Let's show folks an overhead shot of that. They, they still think being in the New York Times or on CNN is important. CNN has an average of 100,000 viewers. Their top show is 100,000. Joe Rogan has 30, 40, 50 million viewers a week conservatively. So do we. But why do we still see them, even myself, at some levels as the establishment, as the top of the game. They're not, they're a joke, they're a fraud. Before I shot this report, I saw this Time Magazine article. Who reads Time Magazine? Who looks at this? Who believes this? I bet the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, will show a close shot of that. I bet he has this framed on his wall. The last place I'd want to be is on the cover of Time Magazine. It means you're an establishment loser or worse. 
The last place I want to be is in a Hollywood movie. The power structure is a joke. It's over. It's a fraud. So look at this. Just like they're trying to hold up Blinken, they tried to hold up Hillary Clinton. So I remind myself and I remind you of what a joke and what a fraud they are. And the fact that all their attempts to silence us and to silence you have failed. And now the whole world is listening to what we're doing. And that credit goes to God and God through you, the viewers and listeners. You deserve the credit for this broadcast. You deserve the credit for what we've been able to do. But I wanna encourage you to remember how important you are and that we're starting to win, but if you don't support the broadcast, we can fail. I need your support. I've got so many great plans we can execute. I've proven I'm in the game. I don't back down. We have victory in a bottle, thanks to God, thanks to your support. But I need you to make the decision, those of you on the fence that have never gone to InfoWarsStore.com to support the broadcast. We know some of the viewers go there. They're great people and we thank them. But what about all of you that have never gone to the site? Just like our information is powerful, don't you want to experience the supplements I'm promoting? Don't you want to see for yourself whether they're good or not? Because I know if you try them, you're going to love them. Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus supercharge the cells, incredible energy, so good for your whole body, immune system. They're 50% off right now. What's the name of the special I gave it? It's the Supercharge Special. 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Even though both of them are selling out, I want you to experience them, see how great they are, and go, wow, just like his info, his products are amazing, and then become a regular customer so we get stronger together and move into the future. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, take advantage of the special, Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, 50% off together in this special. We are the future, you are the future, and I thank you all for your support.